0: Welcome to the broadcast of Crosstown Church of Memphis. We are a church that is Christ-centered, diversity-driven, and community-committed. A church that's bringing people together, sharing God's message of hope, love, and service. We seek to love God, love people, and serve the city. We welcome you to our broadcast
1: with Pastor Byron Fitzpatrick. Some of you probably have seen this movie before. It's called uh, Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. And here in this movie, Queen Latifah gets the message, as you see here, that she has a brain tumor, and without treatment, she only has three to four weeks to live. And so we're dealing with this question, what would you do if you were told that you only had 30 days left to live? Queen Latifa finds out that she has only three to four weeks to live. And so as you watch the movie, as you, uh, throughout the movie, there's some decisions that she makes in her life, and she goes on this whole journey and everything like that. You know, If you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, there would be some things that you would do differently there would be some things that you would you know you may have a bucket list of things that you wanted to do in your life maybe you would go out and try to you know uh, uh mark off all the things on your bucket list you know there's a there's a lot of things that we all would do differently or maybe things that we've been wanting to do that we never did but it would change our lives it would change our whole perspective on life and and so we're looking at this Questioning and, and making it personal to ourselves, what would you do if you was told that you only had thirty days left to live? We're going to start with looking at the scripture that's driving us throughout this entire series, and that is the Book of Psalm chapter thirty-nine, verses four and verse five. It says, "Lord, remind me of how brief my time is, or my time will be here on earth. Remind me that the my, that my days are numbered, that my life is fleeing away. My life is no longer than the width of my hands." an entire lifetime is just a moment with you our entire lifetime is just a moment with god amen we need to be reminded of how brief our life is on, uh, our life is on on earth amen um it's just a moment one moment with god the briefness of our life it's here today and it's gone tomorrow amen we can we have we we've experienced this our entire life. There's some people that's gone today. We never thought that they would be gone. We thought that they would be here forever. We thought that they would be here longer than us, but they're gone, you know? Our lives is very brief. Because our life is brief, we wanna ask, you know, an important question. So today, to move us into our lesson for today, our, our focus for today, and that is, where is your treasure? Ask yourself the question, where is your treasure? If you only had 30 days left to live, or you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, you will probably begin to think about those things that are most important in your life. You will probably begin to think about those things that, you know, you treasure in life. You will probably think about those things that's like, you know, on the top of the list of the things in your life. And so today, the subtitle, for those of you that are taking notes, the subtitle of today's message is Lost Treasure. Amen? Amen. Lost treasure. You know, people love to go searching for lost treasure. Right. People go out and they they take these big old, you know, adventurous, you know, uh, 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 trips and stuff and they go diving down into the ocean looking for lost treasure. People go on the beach looking for treasure that pirates have buried and stored forever. You know, they go digging up. People look for treasures. You know, uh, they buy these metal detectors. People buy these metal detectors and they go around on, in their yards. You know, I don't know if, we, if any of you guys uh, uh, spend any time on the beach. You know, we, me and Marguerite, we love going to the beach. And one of the things that you see on a beach is people with metal detectors. <laughs> people with metal detectors. I mean, tell you, it's, it's like a common thing, you know, especially a populated beach where there's a lot of people. It's a common thing to see somebody walking around with a metal detector because guess what? People lose stuff in the sand. They lose watches. They lose jewelry. They lose money. They lose all kinds of things in the sand, stuff in the sand. And people get out there with their metal detectors and they're looking for lost treasure. Amen. So the question today is where is your treasure? You know, it is, it is, uh, uh, uh is it in the things of the world or is it in heaven? Is your treasure in the things of this world or is it in heaven? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 16 or verse 19, He says this He said, Do not store for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust do destroy, where thieves break in and steal. Another way of saying it is this, don't put your very best into the things that won't last. Jesus again, he says, he said, do not store up your treasures, uh, store for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy them, where thieves will break in and steal them. Do not put your very best into things that can be lost. Don't put all your efforts, all your energy, all your focuses, uh, uh, into treasures here on earth. Don't live your entire life chasing things that don't last forever. You can't take it with you. You're not going to take it with you. So, so many people they live their lives chasing and acquiring things of this world and they put no effort or they put very little effort in the things that will last forever. Very little effort in the things, you know, that that will that 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 are, are storing up treasures in heaven, things that's going to last forever. They put a lot of effort. We put a lot of effort, amen. Because I need to make this thing personal because I'm, I'm just as guilty as the next person. We put a lot of effort in storing up those things, or we put our efforts into those things that can be destroyed, those things that can uh rust that moth can uh, uh eat up, that moth moth can destroy those things that can be stolen, taken away from us. It's okay to want and acquire things, but it's more important for to us to live a life with purpose beyond all of the stuff that we're we're acquiring, beyond all of the stuff that we so-called treasure, the treasures of the world instead of the treasures of heaven. Amen. How about building a legacy? How about building a legacy? Building a legacy is something that's, you know, uh, 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 it's building a treasure that's outside of the realms of this earth. It's outside of this these earthly things that Jesus is talking about. When we build a legacy, guess what? It's building something that cannot be destroyed. Jesus, he went on to say in verse 20, he says, but instead, but instead, instead of storing up treasures here on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves can break in and, and steal them, he said, but instead do what? Store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust Rust do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. He goes on to say, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wherever your treasures is, that's where your heart's going to be. Jesus is telling us, don't store up these treasures in these earthly things, but store up some treasures in he- heavenly things, or store up some treasures where moth and rust can't destroy. Store up, store up some treasures where st- thieves cannot break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be. So, somebody say so. So. Thank you, Marguerite. So, <laughs> what is your treasure? ask yourself the question, like I said in the beginning, ask yourself this, the question, what is your treasure? What are the things that you treasure? So let me help you out here, okay? I got to give up some practical information to help us to be able to answer some of these questions, right? So here, we need to define what treasure is. We need to understand what treasure is. Here's, here's what the, the definition of treasure. Things that are highly valued, Your treasure, things that you treasure are things that are highly valued, things like people, places and things, you know. So here are some things that people treasure. Here are some things that people treasure. People treasure music. People treasure people. We treasure other people. Amen. People treasure food. They do. There are some people that's I mean, like madly in love with food, man. I got a cousin. I'm not going I'm not going to bust her out on here. But um, I used to I used to love to watch her eat because she, when she would eat when we was when we was younger when it was like she was like in high school at the time when I really noticed this. But she would sit she would be sitting at the table and eating, and she would be singing and rocking and humming and everything. And I used to be looking at her like you are just really enjoying this food. It's like you just you're in a whole another world by yourself. <laughs> but people love food. People treasure food. There are some people, they treasure shelter. They treasure the place that they live or or different things like that. Education. People treasure education. I know some people, I met some people, a few people before, they got like four or five different degrees. I'm like, why you got so many different degrees? They just treasure education, okay? Places. People treasure places. Culture. We treasure culture. How about nature? You know, water, air, plants, land. People treasure animals, People treasure, you know, spiritual and re- religious things. People treasure their health. People treasure material things. We all are guilty of treasuring material stuff, right? Our stuff, right? All of these are good things to value. Hear me now, hear me. All of these things that I just named off, all of these are good things to value, but not to the level of treasure that Jesus is talking about. It's okay to want these things. It's okay to have these things. It's okay to value these things. It's okay to value people. It's okay to, you know, value, you know, music and shelter and education, places of culture, nature, water, air plant. It's okay to value animals and spiritual and religious things. It's okay to value your health and material things, but not to the level of treasure that Jesus is talking about. The problem is, treasures. Some of these treasures, the problem with some of these treasures is that they can be destroyed. These treasures, some of these treasures, they can be destroyed by moth. They can be destroyed by rust. They can be stolen. So, so we put our treasures in these things and they can be destroyed and they can be stolen and taken away from us. And then what happens is we're heartbroken. We're destroyed. We're broken. Like, oh my God, somebody done destroyed my world. They done took my treasure. Jesus said, put your treasures in things that moth and rust cannot destroy. Put your treasures in things that cannot, where thieves cannot destroy them. It says, do, do you know, or let me ask you the question. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Do you know what the number one treasure in the world is that's lost? Think about it, I'm gonna give you guys uh, 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 10 seconds, one. Think about, let me get me the question again, make sure y'all understood it. Do you know what the number one treasure in the world that is lost? Okay, give you 10 seconds, think about it, one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Uh, Before I give you the answer, put your answer in the comments. Whatever you think it is, just go to the chat comment, go to the chat section and put it in there. And Marguerite, don't let me forget to come back and and answer to give everybody answers. Of course, the number one uh, treasure in the world that is lost. Okay. I'll come back to that. Put put it it in the chat. Uh, 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 So we're going to talk about, we're talking about treasure. Okay. I just gave you the definition of treasure. Okay. Treasure is things that are highly valued, things that are highly valued. One of the Greek definitions of the word treasure comes from this word, comes from the word thesaurus. Okay. Thesaurus, which means to, uh, uh, it also means to, uh, to deposit or a deposit. The thesaurus is a book. You know, I have a book sitting back over here on my bookshelf back here. It's called a a thesaurus book. And I was like, okay. And and this book is a it's a it's a it's a dictionary. It's a big, giant dictionary. And it has um, a a thesaurus. And then you have also the strong concordance. They're very similar in different ways. But uh, they take words, they take the Hebrew words and they take Greek words and they define them in those languages so that we can look them up and understand the context of when they were given. So example, uh, not example, but the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, the New Testament was written in Greek. And so sometimes when we look at the use of certain words, we need to look at it in that language so that we can understand the context of how it was given. And so this, this word uh, uh, treasure, another definition for it, or one of the Greek, Greek definitions for it, is a deposit. It comes from the word thesaurus, which means a deposit. Here are some synonyms of the word thesaurus. There's a whole bunch of them, but i only got only uh, using a few today to uh, help us to understand the context of what Jesus is talking about here. Some synonyms for the word thesaurus is essence. Essence. So it's something with essence. Significance is another uh, synonym. Something with significance. Spirit, spirit, uh, substance, value, heart, import or deposit, worth or bottom line. Those are just a few of the synonyms of the word thesaurus. Which again, the Greek definition of treasure. One of the word it comes from the word thesaurus. Okay. So when we talk, when Jesus is talking about storing up treasures. He's talking about storing up treasures, right? He's talking about storing up something uh, uh, that has some essence, storing up something that has significance, storing up something in the spiritual realm, in the spirit. He says, not in earthly things, but in heavenly things, right? Storing up something that has some substance to it, storing up something that has high value to it, storing up something in your heart. Amen. He said, for where your treasure is, where it? There your heart is also. He says, store up something, make a deposit, import something, store up something that has some work to it, something that is the bottom line, amen? Something that is bottom line. So, so here's the deal. Where are you putting your best efforts? Where are you putting your energy? Where are you putting your wealth? Where are you putting your resources? Where are you putting your time at? If you only had 30 days left to live, or someone told you you only had 30 days left to live, we'll, sp- we'll probably start thinking about where are we putting our efforts at? Where are we putting our energy, our wealth, our resources, our time? And we'll try to make sure that we're putting these things into places that have a, have a, a real significance things that have real value, things that, you know, where we are making a deposit, amen, Mm an everlasting deposit and not a temporary deposit, not a deposit that can be destroyed or stolen, amen? Are you depositing your best into things that don't last or are you depositing your things that will last forever? Where are you making your deposits, amen? In temporary things or in, everlasting things Jesus he goes on to tell us that he says instead store up treasures in heaven where moth and uh, uh, and rust do not destroy where thieves do not break in and steal mm-hmm. to do what he says instead to do what store up I want y'all gotta hear that word now hear that store up store up instead store up store up do what make a deposit Make a deposit. Amen. In, 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 in heavenly things where moths do not destroy, where rust do not destroy, where thieves cannot break in and steal. Store up. Make a deposit. Amen. Ask yourself the question. We're asking ourselves a bunch of questions today. Amen. These are very good questions. Ask yourself this question. Where is your treasure? Look over the last seven days of your life. Just look over the last seven days of your life. You know, and ask yourself that question: Where, where, where is your treasure? You know, where were you more focused on things that don't last, or were you more focused on things that will last forever? Just, just go through your life and think about it, man. You may not be able to pick out. I mean, you may not be able to answer the question and say you got a long list of a whole bunch of things that last forever. You know what I mean? But there's something. I'm sure you can find something. Where, where was your focus at? Was it in things that don't last forever, or was it in things that do last forever? Answering this question will tell you where your heart is. If you really want to know where your heart is, and this, this answering this question will tell you where your heart is. The challenge that most people have in identifying what uh, uh what treasures are is that they they let me back up. The challenge that most people have is identifying. Where their tre- treasures are, whether these are treasures that will last forever or treasures treasures that can be stolen, we have a problem. We have we have uh, it's, it. it Could be a challenge to identify what are our treasures. So, what are some treasures that can be destroyed or stolen? What are some treasures that will last forever? You know, we're trying to figure out. Okay, where is our heart at? Where, where, what what are the things that we treasure in life? What are the things that we're putting more focus in that will last forever and not be destroyed? Amen. Uh, So we need to look at this thing in this way. What are some things that can be destroyed? What are some treasures that can be destroyed or stolen? What are some treasures that will last forever? Then you separate the list. So I'm going to give us three things. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the things that can be, you know, uh, uh, that can be destroyed because we can figure out a whole bunch of those. I I don't need to do that. Okay. Uh, uh, we're, we're smart and intelligent. We can figure out some treasures that we tread, things that we're treasuring that can be destroyed or lost or stolen. But let's identify some things that cannot be lost or stolen. Let's identify some things that will last forever, some things that thieves cannot steal from us. And there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of things that we can think of, but I'm going to give us three things, okay? I don't need to give us a whole exhaustive list Let's simplify things. At least let's give us a place to start, okay? Mm-hmm. And here's number one. The first, so in the chapter six, we're, we're in the book of Matthew chapter six, for those of you that are taking notes, and uh, that's what we're talking about. That's what Jesus was saying, you know, do not store up treasures here on earth where moth uh, and rust can destroy them and uh, where thieves, thieves can come in and still, He said, instead, store up treasures where moth and rust cannot destroy and where thieves cannot come in and steal them. He says, for where your treasure is, there your heart is also. This is in the book of Matthew chapter six. So what we're going to do, that's the 19th verse, starting with the 19th verse that Jesus said that. So what we're going to do is we're going to back up, back up to verse number one in chapter six. Okay. Because here's the thing. When we study the Bible, we have to understand the context of the things that are being said. We have to understand the context of the scriptures that we we read or the things that people are saying. here, when Jesus said this in verse 19, we have to understand the context of what he was saying here. So we're going to back all the way up to the beginning of the chapter, verse number one. And and this is going to help us to identify some treasures that we can start with some treasures that will not be destroyed, some treasures that we can store up, some treasures that cannot be stolen uh, by st- by thieves, okay? Verse number one, he says this. He says, watch out. He starts off with giving us a warning. I'm warning, this is a warning, red flag, red flag, pay attention, all right? he says, watch out, watch out. Do not, uh, he says, don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others for you will lose your reward from your father in heaven. He says, when you give to someone in need, don't do what the hypocrites do, blowing their trumpets in the synagogues and in the streets to call attention to their acts of charity. He says, I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward that they will get. But when you give to someone that's in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private and your father who sees everything that you do in private will do what? Real, will reward you openly. First, number one, chapter six, Jesus is identifying a treasure that cannot be destroyed, a treasure that cannot be stolen by thieves. That treasure is good deeds, good deeds. If you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, you might consider being more involved in things outside of yourself, uh, such as giving to those that are in need. You might consider doing more good deeds. Jesus tells us that uh, uh, when we give good deeds, when we do good things, when we give to those that are in need, he says, don't stand on, 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 don't be blowing your trumpets in, in, in the synagogue, in the churches and on the street corners, letting everybody know what you're doing. He says, when you do that, that that's your reward. That's all the rewards that you're going to get, whatever attention that you do, bring into yourself, that's your reward. So that's it right there. He says, instead Instead, when you do good things, when you do acts of charity, he says, do them privately. Mm-hmm. Amen. Don't go around tooting your horn, letting everybody see what you're doing. Do them privately. He says, when your father see you doing those in, in private, he says, he will reward you openly. He will do what? He will reward you openly. Amen. Good deeds is a treasure that we can store up that we can deposit, that cannot be destroyed. It cannot be taken away by thieves. It cannot be, you know, it can't rust. Moth can't destroy them. Amen. So, number one, the number one uh, uh, treasure that Jesus is talking about here that he wants us to store up, amen, not in earthly things, but in heavenly things, is good deeds. So, write that down in your notes, all right? Number two, the number two thing that's a treasure that cannot be destroyed, is prayer. Amen? Somebody say pray. Pray. Amen. Pray. We need to pray. Amen? Verse number seven, so Jesus is going down. So the first one he was talking about was good deeds. He continues to go down here in chapter uh, number six in the book of Matthew. He continues to go down in verse number seven. He says, when you pray, don't babble on and on like the Gentiles do. He said, they think that their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Do, he said, don't be like them for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. I want you all to catch this right here. So he's talking about he started off talking about good deeds about doing them privately, not publicly in front of everybody. everybody look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. He's also now he goes to prayer and he says the same thing about prayer. Don't be all up, man look, doing these big old long babbling prayers, babbling blah, blah, you know all out and everything like that, constantly repeating words over and over and over again. He said, "Don't, don't, don't, don't do that." And, uh, wh- why is the, why is there a need to bring attention to yourself when you do acts of charity? It's not about you. It's about the people that you're trying to help. Why is there a t- why is there a need to b- bring attention to yourself? when you pray, babbling on and on and saying these big words, repeating over and over again. It, it, Jesus is like, don't, don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask. He says, do what? He said, pray like this. And he says the, the father's prayer. He starts off by saying, our father who are in heaven, give us this day. Ooh, did y'all catch that? Give us this day. He said, give us what day? This day, not tomorrow. Give us this day. You remember our message from last week, living uh, uh, for today, living in this day? If you didn't get it, if you didn't hear it, go back to, uh, uh, I think it's on, 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 uh, on uh, YouTube and on Facebook right now. So go back to my Facebook page or whatever. You can catch that. Listen to the message from last week, okay? But this is a reference to our message from last week. Give us this day, amen? If you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, you're gonna be living for this day. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you ain't gonna be living for next month. You're gonna be living for next you know next couple months or whatever. If you were told you only had 30 days left to live, you're gonna be living for this day right here. What are you going to do this day that the Lord has given you to store up treasures? What are you going to do this day to make a deposit into something that cannot be destroyed or stolen? If you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, you might consider praying more. I know I would. If I only had 30 days left to live, it's going to be more than praying, you know, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, or maybe at a meal time, It's going to be more than praying that, you know, when when something bad happens or when I need something from God. And my whole prayer life would probably change if I was told that I only had 30 days left to live. We can all admit that we need to pray more. Praying more is simply being in more Connect, being in a more connected communication with God. If I only had 30 days left to live, uh, you trust me, my, my, my connectivity with God is going, is going to go to a level of having some regular, I mean, more than regular conversation with him. He probably going to be tired of me. He's probably <laughs> going to be tired of me. God gonna be like, dang, here he come again. God, Hey, we got to talk, you know, Hey, I just, I just need somebody to talk to. I just need somebody to talk to. You know, and, and and all of our lives, we can admit that we need more prayer. So number one, number one treasure to store up is doing good deeds. The number two treasure to, to store up is prayer. Amen. Jesus goes on in the same chapter, Matthew chapter six. And he says this in verse number 14. He says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Mm-hmm. If you were told that you only had 30 days left to live, you might consider making amends with people that you have broken relationships mm-hmm. with. You might consider forgiving people that you are still holding grudges with. There are people that we need to forgive. And there are people that 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 we want to forgive us for the things that we've done. You know, when I first committed my life to God and when I first committed my life to Jesus at the age of 22. Um, one of the things that I did as I started, I, I just it was just a feeling that I had in my heart that I needed. Nobody told me to do it, but it was just something that I felt that I needed to do. And that was to make amends with some people you know, to right some wrongs that had been made, to fix some relationships that had been broken. And the first person that I called was my father. I called up my dad and I talked to him and I, I told him, I said, dad, I'm calling you because I want to ask you to forgive me. And he said, forgive you for what? I said, forgive me for not being the son that I was supposed to be to you. And And, and what happened was you know, uh, there, there was a time in my life. Yeah, our, our relationship had been broken for so many years since I was a, a very young kid. And um, I, I got to a place in my life during my high school years where I was not even claiming him to be my father because I was so hurt. I was so angry. And I, I was like anybody say, man, you look just like your dad. I was like, who? I ain't got no daddy. You know, and, and I just stopped claiming him. But anyway, there were some things that I was dealing with personally myself. And I called him up and I asked him to forgive me. He said, why are you asking me to forgive you? He said, I'm the one that needs to be asking for forgiveness. And I said, Dad, just just hear me out. Let me do what I need to do. I said, this is for me. This is not for you. And I asked him for, to forgive me for some things that I did that was not becoming of a son. It's my responsibility to be the son that I'm supposed to be. It's his responsibility to be the father that he's supposed to be. So I needed to ask for forgiveness for what I did. We all need to understand that when we are asking for forgiveness, we're asking for forgiveness for what we did, not for what the other person did. There are some people that we need to make amends with. There are some people that we need to ask to forgive us. Remember what Jesus said? He said, if we don't, if we're not willing to forgive others, then our father is not going to forgive us. You know. Jesus, after saying these things, you know, there's some things that, you know, uh, we need to do. We need to ask for forgiveness and we need to forgive. That's a treasure that cannot be destroyed. That's a treasure that cannot be stolen. Storing up treasures, making deposits in places, in heavenly places. Amen. After saying these things, starting in verse number one in Matthew chapter six, Jesus talked about uh, uh, doing good deeds. He talked about you know, praying. And he talked about forgiveness. After saying, after talking about these three things, y'all follow me here. Follow me here. There is so, you know what, I just really encourage you guys, y'all need to study the word. Study this Bible and study it in the context that it was given. So many people uh, uh, don't have the trust or the faith in the Bible because it was written by man. Yeah, it was written by man, but guess what? Man cannot destroy what God has put together. Amen. Amen. He can't. And, and, and the problem with the word of God in so many ways is because people are not studying for themselves. And because people are not studying for themselves, they're not teaching it right. Go back and read it. Jesus talked about, again, I'm going to I'm wrap this thing up, y'all. He talked about uh, 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 the first one was what? Oh, Doing Good, good deeds. Good deeds. Secondly, he talked about praying. Thirdly, he talked about forgiveness. Right after talking about these three things, this is what he says, which is our lesson for today. After saying these three things, Jesus talks about not storing up treasures here on earth, but storing up treasures in heavenly places and in heavenly things. You want to know what treasures are that cannot be destroyed? He just told you remember when we talk about things we talk about things with connectivity he's talking he's all this all this stuff he's talking about is connected together we talk about we talking we teach about treasures and and okay we talk about all this stuff. we don't even talk about what he just said <laughs> he says this these are treasures these are just a few treasures that cannot be destroyed or stolen these are just a few treasures that we can store each of these guess what they come with a reward each of them come with the reward he said it because the forgiveness comes with what forgiveness when you forgive guess what he's going to do he's going to forgive you when you do good deeds in private not blowing your horns and trumpets everywhere and letting everybody see what you're doing and know what you're doing just do good deed to bless somebody's life when you do things in private he said he would uh jesus said what he will reward you your father will reward you openly amen he says when you pray don't, don't be babbling and going on and all this stuff like that. He said, don't do that. You don't need to do that. Amen. All you need to do is just pray. He says what? Your father knows exactly what you need before you ask him. What's the reward? He's going to give you, supply you your needs. Each one of these come with a reward. Guess what? You're, you're making a deposit. You're storing up treasures. What is treasures to you? Something that you value, things that are highly valued things that have substance, things that have essence, things that cannot be destroyed, things that can't be stolen away from you. These are treasures. When you do these things, guess what? You got a reward Amen. Each of these are deposits that we make that are stored up in heaven that cannot be destroyed. How would your life be different if these three, three, three things rose to the top of your list of treasures? If these three, three things rose to the top of the things in your life that are have essence things that have substance things where you put in your time that where you put in your efforts where you put in your best at that where you put in your 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 uh, and your your worth at w- what what if these things rolled to the top how would your life be different if you only had 30 days to live would these things rise to the top of your list amen i'm i'm I to tell a story and then i'm i'm ending with this story i remember uh, when I was, in, we were in Des Moines and uh, making the decision to move to Memphis to start Crosstown Church of Memphis. And a good friend of mine who actually got me into biking. His name is Phil Tony. Bless you, Phil. If you ever hear this message, thank you for all the deposits that you made in my life and my family's life. Um, we were bike riding, and um, we had reached a certain point. We had, we had. Oh gosh, we probably had did maybe. 15, 20 miles at this point. We rode out to to a certain point, and then we stopped at the end of this trail, and we just stopped for a moment. You know, drink some water or whatever, and uh, we sat there. It was a, that was a, 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 like a rest stop. You don't know have on the highway cars. You got rest stops, that, and the bike trails. There are rest stops every now and then. So we stopped at a bike rest stop, and we sat there on a bench, and we were talking for a minute. And I was telling him we were talking about me moving to Memphis, and you know, starting Crosstown Church and what have you. <clears throat> And he was telling me, and he's a, a, a financial investor. He works for uh, uh, John Deere and he finan- uh, runs their financial, uh, actually credit union, John Deere Credit Union. He runs uh, John Deere Credit Union. So everything in his mind is about numbers. Everything is about numbers, 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 numbers. It don't make sense if the numbers don't add up, right? And so he told me, he's like, Pastor Byron, and he said, he said, are you sure about this? He said, man, Memphis. And he said, God, he said, God, he said, just don't add up. He said the crime is bad, education is bad. He said in comparison to where you at, he said there's nothing that adds up. You know, I said, Phil, I said, you have to understand something. I said, for you, it's about numbers. I said, every decision that you make in your life is primarily about numbers. Not everyone, but a lot of decisions. If the numbers don't add up, then bam. You know what I'm saying? It, it, don't, don't do it. I said, for me, it's not all about the numbers. I said, I know that this is what God has called me to, number one. And number two, I said, I just wanna help somebody. I said, I don't care about living in the biggest house, driving the fanciest cars. I don't, have, I don't care about having the largest bank account. I said, all that stuff is good, and if I get it, great. I said, but I, I'm, not, I'm not, that's not my quest in life. And I said, my quest in life is to help somebody. My quest in life is to make my life better You know, it's to live a rich and full life, not necessarily monetarily, but live a rich and full life to help my family to live a rich and full life and to help some other people live a rich and full life and not be defeated. If I can help somebody, then let me help somebody. If God is calling me to Memphis to help somebody, then hey, so be it, Phil. And and he looked at me as we were sitting on that bench and he said to me, he said, Pastor Byron, he said, I commend you. He said because you are more of a man than i am for where your treasure is there your heart will be also ask yourself the question where is your treasure if you only if you were told that you only had 30 days left to live you would start to think about where your treasures are
0: if this message was a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry in a financial way You can donate electronically by texting to 84321 and enter the dollar amount you'd like to donate in the message area. Or you can mail a check or money order to Crosstown Church of Memphis, P.O. Box 40981, Memphis, Tennessee 38104. We invite you to visit our website at www.wearecrosstown.com for more information about our church. Join us for our next broadcast next Sunday at 10 a.m. Be blessed and be better.